Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Today I'm going to share with you another one of our accountability sessions, and this one's going to be a must listen. I mean, I guess all of the Trading Coach Podcast episodes are must listen, but this is a must, must, must listen because it's a trader that shares a, a very good story about really his path to becoming a consistently profitable trader. And this is a trader that was a, a little bit different than uh, some of the stories I shared with you in the past, where this is someone that is very financially responsible. They're not necessarily wasting money all over the place, but they also weren't really doing anything with it, right? And, and, and typically you get kind of two types of categories when it comes to um, financial literacy and financial responsibility. You got those who are reckless, right? They spend it before they earn it. They have no idea what to do with it. And then you have those that are the exact opposite. They're very frugal. They save everything, but they never put it to work. And and this was one of the latter where he was good with money, but never put it to work. So eventually after listening to myself, after listening to Jason Greystone, he wanted to make that a goal of his, start getting into investments. And he stumbled across uh, trading and, and, and Forex trading specifically. And he shares an interesting story. I don't want to ruin it all for you, but he shares a story about he wanted to go about it uh, in a few different ways. And one was he found this two-hour seminar. And after the two-hour seminar, they were promising that you were going to learn everything about trading and, and be an expert. And he was like, well, that is kind of fishy. And then he was thinking about learning on YouTube because all the information there is on YouTube, but it's not necessarily structured in a way that is going to help you learn. So he had all this money put aside for development. And that's something that Jason Greystone talks a lot about in his Tears of Freedom program um, for development. And he said, well, this is what it's here for anyway. Let me invest it in myself in learning how to trade and really cut down that learning curve. And it's, it's, it's a pretty cool convo. He's also going to talk a lot about how knowing himself has helped him progress through the courses because he knows the best way he learns. And we're all a little bit different when it comes to learning. Um, some are simple is better. Some are very complicated. Some are very slow and take their time. Some are rushed through it, but understand that I'm going to go back. So he talks a little bit about how knowing himself allowed him to really set up how he wants to go through the course material and how he's going to go about retaining the most information. And before we get into it, I don't want to waste too much time, but, you know, I, I got a few comments lately, not a few, it's really from one person, um, one troll out there, but I, I thought I'd bring it to your attention, talking about, it, I shared a podcast and he was like, well, Keel, I, I wish you would share podcasts from successful traders instead of people that are newbies or, or uh, in the middle of their journey. And I just said that, hey, you know, this is that not that type of podcast. There are a lot of podcasts out there that interview the best traders in the world. And and those are very helpful. I, I've listened to a lot of them. Um, and humble brag, I've been on a, a few of them. Not that I'm the best trader in the world. Far from it. But someone that has made it. And I think those are very beneficial. But something else that is beneficial is sharing the story of those who are going to be successful, future success stories. And, you know, the guy was like, well, what's the point? You know, why should I listen to this person because they haven't made it? Well, look at Steve Jobs. How do you think the people that didn't listen to him before he was Steve Jobs, how do you think they felt? Right? It's no different than an investment, right? Do you invest in something after it's already hit its peak? Or do you bet on something while it's kind of floating under the radar? 
and then ride it to the way up. And I, and I, and I look at these accountability sessions as, as being the same, right? We work with a very good group of traders. Don't get me wrong. Not everyone is going to be successful. Some people are going to fail. Other people are going to kind of be in the middle, that boomer buster area. Some people are going to be very successful. What I think is cool is to hear the story of these traders now as they're first starting off, being able to relate to them. Hey, that's me. Hey, I did that. Oh, I thought I was the only one. And then seeing how they progress, seeing how they overcome those obstacles, how they turn their trading around and eventually become successful. Those are the really, really good stories. Again, nothing against those who have already made it. It's great. But seeing that journey of what it took and how the mindset has changed from the beginning to the end, that's important because that's something that's relatable to you as someone who is sitting there asking themselves, how can I become a consistently profitable trader? So I know the majority of this audience doesn't feel like that, but that was going through my head today. And I I do think it's important to understand just the value that we have in in really listening to interviews from people that are going to be future success stories. And hopefully these can inspire you to be a future success story in your own right. Anyway, listen to the podcast. Check it out. By the way, there's a free training event coming up soon, um, January 24th, 25th. Let me just check the date real quick. I'll put a link in below this video. You can find it all over on social media as well. Yup, Emergence 2.0. Make sure you join. It's a live event. It's also an on-demand event as well. So it's going to be a really awesome workshop that's going to teach new traders everything you need to know about becoming successful. So it's going to be pretty cool. Now, let's get into the interview. How? Tell us a bit about yourself. Sure. Um, so I'm 37, so the elder statesman of today's group, it seems. Careful, um, that's my age. <laughs> I know, but, but the two other guys that were on. And, um, 27, 29. Yeah, uh, so I work in IT for um, a pharmaceutical company at the moment. Okay. And is that in Cambridge? Uh, well, yeah, global company, but I, I thankfully get to sit in Cambridge rather than some of their other less... Nice. Lovely. Do you, do you cycle? Do you cycle to work? Uh, I don't. We're a few miles outside the back, and I wouldn't take put my life on the line for that cycle trip down the roads because uh, too many people don't care about cyclists. <laughs> so how did you how did you kind of get into trading, and when was it? Uh, so I actually found you guys through Ben Coomba. Um, oh right. So I can't remember if he came on your podcast or you went on his, but um, he shared it on Instagram and um, I, I follow him. I've been on a bit of a sort of fitness journey and um, kind of went across, listened to the the episode you, t- you two did together, really liked it, and then kind of binged the back catalogue um, of your um, Always Free podcast. And, and kind of just intrigue grew from there. I... I was always interested in the stock market and sort of I've always been very good at, well, sorry, I've always been safe with my financial management. So I was one of the guys that you talk about that squirrels all their money away in a, an account and says, aren't I good? I'm saving, but never really made it work. So, so then I was kind of looking at the, what are the avenues? So kind of followed a bit of the process you guys sort of said at the start around you know, stop wasting money, start yep. saving, you know, start saving for investing. So I started doing investing in uh, the the kind of low cost um, S&P 500s and did some um, 
bond indexes as well to kind of spread that out. And so I've sort of structured what was I doing with my savings and then started looking at the uh, the kind of accelerators. So that's where I started looking at you guys for um, trading. And then I think like the, the first guy said, just having a look at some of the other vendors out there that are doing it and seeing, you know, was it consistent? Were you doing something better or were you doing something worse? Um, and kind of went from there. I actually, I actually pinged you one on Instagram because I was going to go to another vendor's course. And this is probably what made me my, make my mind up. I was going to go to this vendor's course in Cambridge. They were doing a two-hour introduction to Forex. And it's like, no cost. Great. I'll go have a look at that. And then a family event came up. So we were, we were unable to attend. And I got a phone. I sort of told them not come in. They rang me on the Thursday after and said, oh, just to let you know, everyone said the event was so great. And um, a number of our people are successfully trading already after this event. And I was like, that must be a junk event because you're saying they're successfully trading after a two hour session in Cambridge where at least 30 minutes of that would have been a sales pitch for, for further <laughs> coaching. So then, so then that sort of reinforced that you guys were doing it right it's yeah this isn't the flashy lifestyle there's gonna be losses there's gonna be and that that's kind of what really helped me make my mind up right so what did you do um so i ummed and for ages about whether i wanted to sign up for tier one or not because you know i could just do all this on the new youtube channels yeah. um then I realized that I was following your advice and saving money in a development bank account and then thought, well, what am I going to spend this development money on? Um, so I spent it on tier one. Um, and that's what made me think about it because it's the I've agreed that you need to go and pay for proper coaching or pay for proper training. Yet I was approaching this without that mindset. So um, I signed up for tier one, um, obviously did the the investment stuff that I was talking about um just looking at the kind of low cost side um and just after i signed up for tier one i i handed in my notice and i have a new job so i haven't i haven't, oh, I, haven't quit, I haven't quit my job on the promise of a millionaire next yeah. week we're good we're good but we're not that good um, <laughs> but basically one of the reasons that i i was changing jobs was so i used to travel a huge amount um you know, sort of 12 trips a year to the US, loads of European trips away sort of most weeks. And and I kind of missed so much time with the family. And then sort of that whole, you know, the most important thing is is getting time. So I kind of made that decision. And then um, the plan was to go to a more structured role. But the great thing is I've handed in my notice and my current employer is therefore not giving me any new work and is trying to get everything off me as soon as possible. Yeah. So I've been having a real run at <laughs> the the training courses. Um, so it's been really good over the last few weeks. Excellent. So what? Where did you did you start at the beginning and work for it methodically? Or yeah, so I'd watched the um, the ascension course already. Yep. Um, I think I, there's there's another one you guys did um, that you could access for free. So I'd I'd done that one already as well, but. Yeah, so I, I started with the emergence course. Um, I've kind of worked my way through um, and I've got to mastery. So I've just started looking at some of the um, some of the, the approaches and the the, um, the kind of methods to follow. And 
I've probably gone faster than most people recommend, but I know the way my mind works is I, I sometimes struggle to follow without context or without end goal. I kind of like to set an end goal and then I can kind of work it. So I've probably gone through foundation a bit too quick. Right. But, okay. At least you've recognized it. Yeah. But it was, but it was, I was sort of, struggling to find all the example like the akil homework and stuff where you had mm-hmm. to go find 20 of these but actually once i've now started looking at some of the sort of patterns and got a bit further forward i've got a bit more context i'm finding it easier to go back and do that so i've kind of got a backlog thing that i know that i owe myself to go find 20 kill zones and i need to find 20 pullbacks and complex pullbacks and things yep because i've worked out how my mind works so it's, it's actually been quite good not seeing not seeing the end of the story before you you've kind of played played through it but it helps the way i work so um yeah i've kind of just gone through a few of the patterns like the cipher and the the bat pattern and i think that helps give me context and yeah. and also everything talks about back testing so much and i kind of vaguely know what it is but i feel like once i've done the lesson on back testing re-watching some of the earlier sessions i'll have that better context so some of it i'm trying to sort of drink from the fire hose knowing that i'm going to go back and sort of do it responsibly later as well yeah excellent so uh that, that's a very methodical approach and sounds like you're gonna you're gonna do well so why why what's the bigger picture for you you know what why trading what what, what are you what does it look like in the end um, so, so like I said, I, I used to travel so much and yeah, I, I have the sort of phone calls back first thing in the morning that my four year old's really upset cause I wasn't there in the morning and I'm away tra- uh, traveling. Right. Uh, so I want to get to the ability where I can be a lot more flexible and I can, you know, walk the kids to school in the morning, which is you know half a mile down the road. But if, at the moment I then can't get to the office on time, I want to have the ability to kind of, um, flex around you know, taking time off during half term, which is actually a really big, busy time for us and things like that. So I want to yeah. get that family focus back, which has been yep. lost. Um, yep. And then also I've kind of got to a point where I'm having to do a job um, to fulfill our lifestyle. So we're, we're well within our means, but I know that I would, there's things that I'm more passionate about. I know that I need to take a step back in my career that I can then advance up again. Um, and in order to do that, I need to have a sort of side hustle, secondary income and things like that. So this will give me the flexibility to do what I'm really passionate about um, without that concern that I still need that top job 40 hours a week, sort of running all over the world. Yeah, no, good, good reasons, good reasons. And uh, how did your family feel about it? What the travel or um, my You're learning to trade? Um, I got the I got the few funny comments to start with because uh, <laughs> suddenly I was telling my wife, "It's like, why did you spend that much uh, uh, on the weekly shop?" And she's like, "But we've got money in the account." It's like, yeah, but you know, we need it. Um, but uh, I haven't told one half of my family because <laughs> well, no, because my my dad and this probably drives back to why i sort of want to i've always put money away he's terrible with money like continuously losing money um doesn't sort of plan properly does bad deals and sort of thinks very short term so i haven't talked to him about it but my auntie and uncle have always been 
um, very financially stable. Yeah, they don't have fantastic jobs, but they are always talking about how they they invest and the opportunities they go. So I've talked to them about it loads. They're really supportive. They've given me some ideas and bits like that. So um, the the close families come round to what trading will enable because I've yeah. got a whiteboard in my office which has got the next quarter of stuff and one of them's like set family goals so my wife put a big tick next to that like and then I was like have we done that she goes no I just like it um <laughs> so I think they're they're interested in the outcome I think there's the usual concern about you know win big lose big and stuff like that so I actually had to try and explain stop losses to her just <laughs> yeah yeah that. yeah no don't worry it's not you know, you put a grand into an account doesn't mean the grand's going. So, um, yeah, no, they're, they're really supportive of what we're trying to get to as a family. Good. That's brilliant. That's really good to hear. So, um, mate, I'd love to talk to you in a, in a four or six weeks time and see what you're up to and see how far you've gone along. Yeah, definitely. I'll, um, I'll get it booked in. Excellent. Okay, mate. Well, listen, have a good weekend. It's been a pleasure to talk to you and, uh, I'll see you inside the platform. Thank you very much. You too. Take care of the guys.